I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. The show goes on. This is my home. I did not have sexual relations with her. It's a man, baby. Fuck you, retard. Oh, behave. <laughs> yeah. Why so serious? If you only knew the power of the dark side. I love it when a plan comes together. Welcome to the first ever man show. I know there's a lot of uh, man show titles out there, but this is going to be the one you're going to want to go to first and foremost. I'm Cav Manning along with the other manly man. He's got a big beard and a lot of hair, so it's very manly. It's Billy Body. Hey guys, yeah, we have the we sort of have the credentials to do the show, seeing as we've pretty much done the show. For so many years and we're now just doing it minus the uh minus the wrestling so hopefully that will give us a little bit more clout and credibility yeah i mean it's just it's going to be you know us bullshitting and it's going to be a lot of sports and uh whatever the hell we want to talk about basically uh what's coming up uh who's our guest this week billy yeah later on in the show we'll be bringing on the the guys from the sports gambling podcast network ryan kramer and stand-up comedian sean green who's just gone from strength to strength in the last few years getting bigger and bigger doing more and more shit so um we'll be talking to both those two guys thought it would be appropriate to start with them seeing as uh, these guys have employed me for for five and a half years over at the sports gambling podcast their podcast has got absolutely massive there's a ton of sponsors on there there's a ton of listeners on there obviously that's why i have a ton of sponsors and i do believe that they do the best uh, nfl show each week especially in relation to to gambling but We'll be doing our own NFL here each and every week, which we'll be moving on to in a minute. But uh, just to let you guys know, it's a very heavy NFL show this week. Usually we will be talking about our usual shit, like stuff in the news, social media, girls. We'll be moving on to like other sports. We'll be telling stories. Just the same stuff that you're familiar with on wrestling therapy without the desperate need to integrate the wrestling. Uh, obviously, we'll still be doing stuff over on the day sheets. But uh, yeah, it's going to be 
it's going to be pretty much as that show was for those of you coming across from wrestling therapy without the need to shoehorn anything in. So it's just going to be legitimate conversation. How us guys talk normally and believe it or not, me and Cav don't just always message each other and talk about wrestling. In fact, we barely do unless something fucking drastic happens, which is, which is never. Yeah. Um, but, but throughout this time of the year, it's mainly going to be about the, the football. So you will be getting um, at least 30 minutes of football on the show every week until we get out of the NFL season. So if you're not an NFL fan, I suggest you um, you listen to the other 30 minutes on the show. But obviously, it's all going to be covered in one chunk. And uh, that chunk just so happens to start now because it's going to be all football from here, right? Yeah. So, you know, uh, right before we get into football, because our guests come in about 15 or 12 minutes, something like this, they're coming up um, scheduled for the show. I wanted to uh, mention something before we get into our football picks and they come on. Um, So for work this week, tomorrow, actually, I have to drive. I'm in San Jose, California, uh, like San Francisco-ish for those who don't know. Uh, NorCal, as they say, Northern California. I have to drive up to the top of California tomorrow for work, like Eureka and like close to the border of Oregon. So... I really don't want to do this, right? And I look, and I see one of my customers is in a place called Bluff Creek. Now, if you have any history and know of certain things, the first ever Patterson-Gimlin film. Have you ever heard of Patterson-Gimlin film? No, no. They filmed that first ever film that you always see of Bigfoot walking through the woods. That grainy f- that film that you always see of Bigfoot. Right. Okay. It's right next to where I have to go. So tomorrow I'm going up there and I asked, it's like an Indian reservation. And I asked them, I go, oh, you guys, he goes, yeah, it's like 15 miles away. And he said, uh, six miles from the store is a Bigfoot National Museum. <laughs> so this is going to be what I do for work all day tomorrow. I'm going to be at the fucking Bigfoot Museum. <laughs> So are you into are you into Bigfoot? I love Bigfoot. I love all that shit. Um so cuz I was like there's got to be stores over there where they sell all kind of sh- Bigfoot shit. So um I suggest if anyone ever want to watch stuff on Bigfoot you go on Netflix Discovering Bigfoot. That's what I tell you uh for your plane ride tomorrow to Vegas, Billy. Download Discovering Bigfoot. And there's a guy who like fucking stayed in the fucking woods and filmed this fucking thing. Um whole family of them shit like this so uh i'm gonna be that's what i'm gonna be doing tomorrow so i'll report on our show here next week uh how it was so i just want to put that out there for for next week's uh teaser actually next week's next week might be a bit of a long a longer show because i will be on here as well reporting on uh my trip to vegas and new york so and i'll be talking to um the guys about that because they're going to be out there it's first time i'm meeting sean and ryan since uh, working for them for the last five and a half years or so. So mm. I'm going to be meeting them out in uh, in Vegas in, in a couple of days. And then I'm going to be seeing our boy Nick as well, uh, because I'm going to Madison, Madison Square Garden for the wrestling shows. But that will all be actually covered separately. So next week there'll be uh, a 9-11 show on this feed. Uh, for those of you that listen to the first one on the, over on the day sheets, we'll be uh, repeating that almost, having revisiting that on, in a separate show. And then there'll be a show over on the day sheets where me and Cav look at those uh, MSG shows. So um, there's going to be always about my trip there. But the other details in terms of uh, what I do in Vegas and stuff, I'll be reporting uh, over here. So 
All right. Lots to talk about next week. So before they come on, let's get our picks in for this week, for week one. In the well, let's before we do that, let's get our picks in for the whole thing, and then we'll do week one. Okay, so how do you want to do it for the whole entire thing? As in, do you want to go into uh, the AFC Championship, NFC Championship? Who's going to the Super Bowl and who's going to win? Is let's that what give, you want? Let's, let's just give our let's just give our uh, divisional picks, and then we'll cover week one. Okay. So, so, so I'll start with the uh, the AFC East. I'll do some odds as well. Um, I've got um, Patriots one to five. Jets five to one, uh, Bills eight to one, and Dolphins at forty to one. I mean, these odds kind of give you a uh, reflection as well, without us having to talk about it too much in terms of how teams have gone in the um, in the off season. Because obviously the Dolphins were not here as being the significantly worst team once we once we signed off last year. Yeah, I yeah I have uh, Dolphins dead last in the entire league. Um, yeah, that that's for sure. And I have uh, I have the Patriots winning this division, of course, very easily. And I even think they are going to be fourteen and two. I only have them losing two games, and it's back to back losses. Actually, I have them losing at Baltimore, and then there's a bye week, and then I have them losing at Philadelphia. I think the Baltimore one's just a bite in the ass one. You know, it's like everybody gets bit some somehow, some way, and. Uh, so I have them losing only two. But if you look at their schedule, you're like, you know what? They could do very well. Their their defense is better than it was last year. Um, and, you know, Brady's still Brady until he shows me otherwise. Uh, the only reason Brady I have losing. them beating what the Chiefs hot, is they're home. What a, hot, what a hot take there, Cav. Like, the Patriots could do well. Yes, you know what? Because everyone always says, oh, this is the year they're finally done. Because who picks them anymore to win the Super Bowl? You really don't. You always go... Dude, All right, that's enough. They're fucking. They're even money. Uh, they're even money to reach the championship game. That's and they're fucking three to, crazy. They're three to one to win the AFC. So I mean, the championship game just involves them of them qualifying, and then winning that um, on the, the wild card, not the wild card weekend. Sorry, the the, uh, the the second weekend. I fucking always forget what that one's called. The wild card round, and then what's the divisional? One sorry, divisional. Yeah. So they only have to win the divisional game, and that's at even money. To be honest, I'd be making that my biggest bet of the year um, because they obviously win this division. They obviously don't play wildcard weekend and they'll probably end up with a home game because they'll be at least the number one and two seed. You're basically betting here for them to be the one or two seed and to win their game at home. Yeah, I, it's they just and they don't have like I mean Gronk's gone and that was like his major thing and it's like eh, doesn't matter it's just another guy slides in it's it's startling and you, you wish it's like I'm so jealous that it's that easy but yeah know. it's only two guys it's only two guys who make a difference it's, it's the coach and the quarterback that's it with that play it's always been that way with that yeah very much um, which uh, it's not even worth extensively like. No. talking about them because it's just like it's just like okay it's going to be the patriots and and the whole other po- the whole podcast is almost like who else that is true um which uh what division you want to go to next for who's going to win uh next up i have the afc north okay uh where i've got cleveland and the steelers as the joint six to four favorites uh three to one in Baltimore and 20 to one on the Bengals. i have a uh, baltimore i mean i have a uh, cleveland winning that division and I have them at eleven and five, and then I have uh, coming right up, right behind them is ten and six as uh, Steelers. 
Oh, so you're on this Cleveland uh, bandwagon then. To a, to a point, they were they were good last year. It's one more uh, year underneath, and they got uh, some great new players, including you know um, getting the guy from uh, New York over here, Beckham. So it's not uh, it's not a far fetch if they stay healthy that they could do it. Um, I'm not saying they're going Super Bowl or this and that, but I surely think they could win the division because everybody else seems to be a bit of on a downstroke. And look at all the guys that uh, the Steelers lost. So it's yeah, theirs to kind of fucking yeah. lose. You know, it's it's the Browns' division to lose. So next up, we got the South, and we've got the Texans as six to four favorites. Uh, Jacksonville five to two, three to one on the Titans, and five to one on the Colts. And just to let you know, um, a few weeks ago. Texans and Colts were joint two to one favorites. You know, it's funny. I have, and this could fluctuate maybe one or two wins, maybe, but I have Houston like winning this division with eight and eight. And it's like oh, I have really? the rest of the division, like everybody's just shit. Like Jacksonville, six wins, Indy, five wins, Tennessee, four wins. That's how I have it. Yeah, I, I got Houston winning this and I gave the hours an official pick. Um, a few weeks ago, so um, they loaded up um, with a lot of trading picks and shit like that, which is funny because the coach is also the general manager. So he's throwing away draft picks. Like, well, if I don't win, I'm fired. So who cares if I have drafts? Right, but I mean, I think this this team are ready to are ready to win and ready to to do better. I think the key thing is going to be uh, Watson um, improving. Uh, he didn't improve last year. He was a big deal the year before, and uh, we didn't see that big improvement from him last year. And I wonder if it's just you've kind of seen what he's about and mm-hmm. he's not going to make any progress. This is a key year for him because last year he kind of got away with it because he came out as a as a big star out of nowhere and he got that injury. And then last year he wasn't the same player. Yeah, so it takes a year a to come year. back from that, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's the same thing for the, um, oh my God, his name's popped right out of my head, the 49ers quarterback. Garoppolo. Oh, that's it. It's the same. It's the same for him, uh, in terms of he was a big deal. Um, kind of saved them when they were real, real shit, and he looked like the next, you know, the second coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and a lot of people, I saw stuff like, oh, maybe you should have kept him instead of Brady. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw all of that, and um, he, he just he turned out not to be all that. So he's the key year for him as well when we get to that division. Um, where are we up to? The the West? Is that right? We Last are one. at the West. AFC uh, West. Chiefs are the favorites, uh, eight to eleven. Chargers thirteen to eight, ten to one Broncos, twelve to one Raiders. Uh that is the order I have it. Uh Kansas City to win this division. But uh uh I see still say San Diego. Los Angeles right behind them. And then uh the Raiders uh cleaning up division with uh five wins. Yeah, I, I almost um Agree with you on all of that. Although I do think this this will be this will be apart from the um, apart from the AFC North because I think for me the, the South I think it's going to be it's Houston which I think Andrew Luck has kind of dictated that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the East is obviously the Patriots. I don't know where I'm going to go with the North. I, I, it's going to take a it's going to need to take a good look at um, at Cleveland and then how effective the Steelers are and, and the Ravens if they're if they're any good. So that one's really tight. This one for me is a, is a two horse race because I do think that the Chargers could could take this. Um, it just it just depends on how the um, on on Mahomes because um, he's going to have to have that the repeat of the season that he had last year. And obviously, again, 
this is a very like tactical game and people do get worked out. So there'll be there'll be a playbook now on on Mahomes, and um, he'll, I think he'll find it more difficult to do um, to have another MVP season this year. I agree with that. All right, so the NFC East, we've got the Eagles as the even money favorites. Cowboys eleven to eight, and then massive odds on Redskins eight to one and Giants fourteen to one. Yeah, I go in that order as well. I go uh, with the Eagles only losing three games, and then it uh, goes to Dallas, who I think will be eleven and five, uh, and then goes down that goes down the list. And like I think the Giants are only going to win one game, and that's against a team that I don't think is going to win any, and that's the Dolphins. You know, it's funny. I asked um, Boy Wonder, Nick, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think he, he he's too into the NFL. He's more into his baseball. I said to him, how yeah. big is the uh, Jets-Giants game? Because it comes up on the, the schedule. And I know they started to play it in preseason because it does well for ticket sales. Yeah. But you probably know more about it. Like, how big is the um, is the game between those two? The scene is it's going to happen in the season. I mean, because... In the season, it'll be better. I mean, preseason, you go, who gives a shit? Um, no, of course. Yeah. yeah, you get the bragging rights, but it's not the hatred. It's not even the hatred of Mets-Yankees. Um, that's more so. And like over here, Oakland-San Francisco, that's hatred. And that's just across a fucking bridge. Um, so it's... It's not so that it's saying, always it's more, of a, it's more of a friendly occasion, is it? Not I mean, I won't go crazy with that, but it's always like the Giants are the stars of the town. The same way the Yankees are the stars of the town. The the little brothers are the Mets and the Jets. It's shit like that. They're not the main even when they're shit, they're not the main team. It's still a Giants town. Uh the Jets are still like it's kinda like they laugh at the Jets. So it, it's more important for the Jets to fucking win this. But then the Giants fans will go, well, we're in a rebuilding year. It's not like you beat us at a good time. No, I think the Jets will have a better record than the Giants this year. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll cover the North last. Um, Saints, 1-2. Uh, to two, Falcons, 3-1. to one, Panthers, 5-1. to one, Bucks, 9-1. to one. This is the South. I have uh, the Saints winning it as well. And then I have uh, Atlanta right behind them. I think Atlanta will have a good year. I'm always seems to be high on Atlanta, and it's like it, it finally has to fucking happen. I don't. Know. I think they're past the uh, hangover finally. Um, well, they, they, they've changed the offensive coordinator there as well. So they needed to. Um, so I have them almost the same. I have them the same record as the Saints, but like by tiebreakers, not first place. Uh, and then dead last, I have Tampa Bay, like barely winning three games. All right, so uh, before we move on to our division, we got the West next. Uh, Rams are four to six, Seahawks five to two, Forty Nine is five to one, Cardinals twenty to one. I have the Rams winning this, followed by Seattle, and then going to Arizona and the Forty ers winning a whole two games. I have them winning the first two and losing all the rest. That's interesting because there'll be a lot of hype around them if they do that. They win the first yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, all right, so we got the NFC North. Yeah. You guys are the favorites, six to four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Packers and Vikings joint second favorites, two to one, and Detroit nine to one. I see a lot of people picking Minnesota for this division. I don't know and, why. Um, it's like what for? <laughs> They're a fucking wreck, and and Kirk Cousins shit. Yeah, we'll talk about that with the guys when they come on because um, Cousins has an interesting prime time record mm-hmm. in terms of TV games. 
Um, I think the Bears win this division, to be honest. I mean, um, realistically, they should. And that's not me even just thinking with my heart. It's that defense is fucking insane. Yeah, and it's, it's another it's year with to, Trubisky under it's with the be coach. Down to Trubisky. It's going to be down yeah. to the case of whether he's actually legit mm-hmm. or whether he's he's the thing that's holding him back. I just don't think yeah. the defense is going to die. We did see a Jags, an elite Jags defense digress last year because I just think they were like, what's the fucking point um, with balls there and. Like, one guy left the Bears' defense. Only one guy left, and that was Amos, who went to the Packers. But meanwhile, ha-ha Clinton Dix went to the Bears. So it was like, The things with the Jags is that they sort of didn't play around it because Balls is always throwing the ball, so the defense was on all the time. Yeah. Whereas with the the Bears, you know, you don't have the defense on the pitch for, like, fucking two-thirds of the game. So at least they actually do get to rest because they have a running game. Uh, even though they don't put up a lot of points, but you'd have to think he would he would improve. You'd have to think they they do put the ball in his hand a bit more this season, and that's even going to be the thing that takes them to a uh, to a twelve and four team, or or they end up digressing to like an eight and eight team. If they, yeah, it's, it's all just, on him. It is all on. But him. the thing is, is that the thing is, is that I would rather take the chance on them as opposed to to us who have got um, a new coach in who primarily runs. Um, so actually, like the thing that we're going to be doing is is giving the ball is putting the ball in Rogers' hands less. If if that's if you know his pre, his previous uh, looking at his previous way of playing is is to is to be remain consistent, then we're going to be throwing the ball less, which is not what we want to do. Uh, he's loaded up on defenders, which we did need um, over the uh, over the summer. Yeah. So I don't know what to expect with this team. It could be he could do all the right things where. We're, we're less reliant on Rodgers, and Rodgers is still going to be great when he needs to, and the defense is going to keep the points off, then that's going to be great. And all of a sudden, we will get better. But I'm not too sure if um, if I like what I'm, what I'm seeing. Then at the same time, it's um, the, the camaraderie looks good. Like all these videos you're seeing of the Packers mm-hmm. and all their fancy dress shit and all that. I just kind of feel that... Um, yeah, you never know with a new coach. You just never have a f- no. clue until that goes yeah. about, you know? It, 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 if you got the coach sacked, which they did, mm-hmm. Rogers did single-handedly, uh, you got to play now. You got to fucking perform. Like you got to show that. All right, so we got that poor. We lost the poor guy's job. Yeah. Now we got to. We got to be legit. We got to show that he was the problem. Because if they end up like seven and not, you know, this team haven't had a fucking winning year for three years. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? You, you wouldn't think so. <laughs> well, no one talks about it enough. But they haven't had a win. They haven't had a winning season. Like everybody talks about. Rogers and puts him up in the conversation, but I didn't. I don't see Bridge doing this badly. I don't see Brady ever having a season this bad. Like he, he's how had two bad seasons. He's almost out of the conversation for me now. And he was hurt it, the whole hurt. entire year though. Last year, from from week one, he was fucked up for quite a while. So. Yeah, I, I, I understand that, but I, I, there's a lot of pressure on them now in terms of almost. It's weird because there's pressure on them because of the the, the past, but it's almost like. You can almost turn around, and if they end up like fucking five and five and eleven, you look at it and go, "Oh, this has been coming. This team have been digressing every year. They need a whole rebuild and blah blah blah." So there's an excuse already there for them as well. But I think they they need to turn up. Um, so we'll move on to that. We'll transition onto that um, smoothly and just go straight onto our game, where uh, you guys are the three point favorites to to beat the Packers in the opening game. Yeah, um, you know what's funny is I'm not a guy who's always like Homer, like, oh, Bears win, Bears win. I'm usually the opposite way because I'm so used to them being bad. 
and I'm always like, you know, I'm like a beaten wife when it comes to this game, and it takes years off my fucking life because it's always the same story. I mean, it was, if you could write a story, it was last year's opening game where they were up by 100 and fucking lost. It's just, that's, it's very expected. But um, thinking like a normal person, I am picking the Bears to win this game. Yeah, I think, I think the Bears win this game. You probably like, cover this number you just don't know though you don't you it's don't. with the two of them you don't but i'm like and i'd like to say they're home it's the first game of the year it's their 100th year that they've been in existence they should win the fucking game but easier said than done yeah i wouldn't bet this game i mean the thing no, like, no i don't I want to either <laughs> because i haven't bet because i haven't bet because i haven't bet any football for like eight months i know <laughs> i will bet this i know I'll bet this seven game you got it and I'll be sitting there watching this at the fucking Westgate in Vegas. There's absolutely no way mm-hmm. on earth that I stay off this game. Um, Panthers versus uh, Rams, which is a good game to start with. Uh, they got the Panthers as the underdogs here getting just uh, two points. Yeah, I would go with the Rams, even though it's uh, West traveling East. The only reason um, that doesn't scare me as much is it's because of the first game. If it was later on, I might worry about being bit. But uh, they could be there well ahead of time waiting for this game to happen. So it's not one of those goofy travel days. So I'll take the Rams. Uh, I disagree with you there. I think I'm going to take the the Panthers. I like them at home. I think um, they're going to challenge for this uh, AFC South at least. Uh, sorry, not the AFC, not the AFC South. Sorry, the, uh, the NFC South. Mm-hmm. I think they'll, they'll challenge for that at least this season. Um and I think they could be a playoff team as well. I think we could get three teams coming out of the South as a playoff, uh, which is going to hurt the the Saints in terms of being the number one seed, I think. So I think if they're going to win this, they're going to need to do do it on the road at some point. But, um, yeah, I, I think that there'll be some hangover here as well for the Rams. Okay, so the Browns versus the Titans, where the Browns are only four-and-a-half-point favorites in in, uh, in week one. So I kind of like them to get off to a decent start here and... Um, sort of vindicate some of the hype. I do too. I like them to get to win this too, but and then you worry, God forbid, you imagine if they lost this game, the sky would fall. It would be, oh my God, maybe they aren't this fucking team. And maybe that snaps them too if it's even close. Yeah, what's close though? I mean if they cover the spread the, the gamblers are happy. So like four points is good enough. Sure. I mean just as fan wise people, you know? Yeah. Okay. Uh we got the Kansas City Chiefs going into the Jags, uh, where Jags are three and a half point underdogs here. Mm-hmm. This um, is an interesting game because, like, you'll you get to see if the last season the Jags uh, was just was just a very bad season. They got new quarterback here at home. Uh, one thing I I pointed out here was the the total is so high on this game, and that's got to be the um, the Chiefs that are bringing it up because I don't see fifty two points here. I wanted just to make a quick mention of that. Jesus. Yeah, that's, uh, and especially there's hurricane weather, all that kind of stuff. Um, I picked Chiefs to win this game. Uh, I don't believe in Foles until I see Foles win not in an Eagle uniform. Right. Um, I don't know where to go with this one. I really don't know where to go with this one. I think I, think I like the total, definitely. But the game is tough. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to, like, agree with you mm-hmm. uh, originally but a lot of stuff can change I, I don't recommend big bets in week one or two unless it's on the um, 
on the teams that you know are reliable every year. Uh, there's a game coming up later, which I which I like, so we'll talk about that then. It's a couple, actually. Um, Dolphins and the Ravens, where the Dolphins are getting seven points at home to the Ravens. I think that might be too many. You know, week one is always rough when it's all this kind of shit, but... I mean, I'm picking the Ravens to win this, obviously, because I don't think the Dolphins are going to win a game this year. Um, and it'll be it'll be interesting with uh, <laughs> who who's left on that team. They've gotten rid of everyone, so and they're not even starting Rosen anymore. It's it's ridiculous. So I'll still take the Ravens. Um, I think the Dolphins might come out hot and be like, "Oh, we're going to prove everyone wrong," until they get sm- smashed in the face and then start losing bad. And then it's, oh, we are shit. Hmm. Um, interesting game here. Vikings against the, the Falcons, uh, where the Vikings are minus four and a half point favorites. This is a this is a good game to start out with because you think one of these teams would get through to the playoffs, but you're really going to see who's who here earlier on because yeah. there's going to be a bad there's going to be a bad loss for someone. See, I could see that look on fucking Ryan's face, like, oh, what happened? Because we've seen it too recently. But um, I don't trust the Vikings still, and I think the the Falcons, like I said earlier, will be pretty uh, good this year. So I'm picking the Falcons. Yeah, I think this is. A, I'm going to go Vikings because this is Phineas and me. This is very much a team that can be seven and one at home, and then one and seven, one and seven on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a they have a good advantage at home, um, much like you think Denver would have as well, but for very different reasons. There's um, it's just fucking there's just there's just an advantage of playing constantly at home in, in Minnesota, but um, and and the stats support that as well. So I'm going to take them at home blindly for a bit. And, uh, and fade them on the road, and then obviously fade Cousins on, on TV as well. Uh, but when you I factor all that in with the fact that he has uh, a significant amount of TV games, I'm not sure how many, but uh, I, I don't think this team will um, will get to the playoffs. Uh, I think maybe neither team will get to the playoffs. It's possible. Um, two teams that won't get to the playoffs are the Jets and the Bills. They're playing each other. Uh, Jets are the three-point favorites at home. Um, I am picking the Jets to win this game just because they're home. Jets did some uh, good trades, didn't they? They did some good business. Um, you know, it's 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 always weird because it's the Jets, but their their quarterback is is going to be good, Sam Darnold. So it's, I think he could get back. He could get going here because it was his first year last year, and you know how that goes with the rookie quarterbacks. But I think he could make a step this year. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have them quite comfortably finishing second in their in their division. So um and Le'Veon Bell's gone there as well. Yeah. So I mean this this is a much better team than it than it's been for a long time. Um moving on, let's have a look where we're at. Uh Jets, 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 Philadelphia Eagles and the Redskins. This is the, this is a game I like here. The Eagles are the eight point favourites over the skins. Only eight. Uh, yeah. Well yeah. you think that's not what do you I think they're going to beat the fucking piss out of them. I think this is going to be fucking ugly. Yeah, statement. I have this down as a statement game. Yeah. To start with. Very much. Um, With the quarterbacks on the other side, with the Redskins, I think they're – and they're at Philly. Oh, I think this is – let's put up some points and let's shut them all down on the other side. Yeah, I think this later on in the year we're going to be seeing um, the the Eagles sort of had a little bit of a hangover – 
last year from winning. Mm-hmm. But I think if it's the same, but I think even even then they still almost uh, they got through. It's still a team that beat the Bears, so they can still turn it on when they want. And I think mm-hmm. when we see them at their best, we're going to start seeing spreads. Uh, in games like this later on in the season of like 13 points, things like that, just under two touchdowns. I don't think they're going to be staying at um, eight points. And I think they're lucky to to maybe get it here on week one. This is a really good bet, I think. Um, the Chargers and the Colts, where the Chargers are only six and a half point favorites. This actually moved from, started at three, and uh, then it went to eight after the um, news of uh, Andrew Luck. And now it's back at six and a half. I'm still going to take it here. Yeah, I I take the Chargers here too. Um, it's until the Colts show me otherwise. I, I don't. I think they're done because when Andrew Luck wasn't in there, it's it's a different team completely. No, he's very much like um, the same way we have um, Rogers. They're very reliant on mm-hmm. on him, and there isn't there isn't too much else. I mean, I actually think to be honest, there's more at the Colts than there is at the Packers without the without the quarterback. But there's still not a lot, which is my point. Um, Next up, Seattle laying nine and a half against the Bungles. Uh, I would go. I would go with uh, Seattle on this. They're at home. Um, yeah, I think they're going to be pretty good this year. And Russell Wilson's always just good. Even when they were supposed to be bad, they were good. Um, what we got next? Arizona Cardinals against Detroit, where Cardinals are getting two and a half points. Uh, I thought the Cardinals did some business where they improved in the summer. Um, obviously. It doesn't reflect here on the odds for week one. Yeah, this is a rough one. Even though I picked the Cardinals to win this, it's it's because they're home. I think if they were in Detroit, I wouldn't have. But I think uh, Murray is going to be running around like crazy, uh, showing some stuff. They got a Detroit should send like the whole house at him uh, all the time, but they don't have a house to send. So, um, but I'll still pick the Cardinals. But I wouldn't go crazy. So up next, you got the Cowboys laying seven points at home to uh, the Giants. I think this is pretty an easy one. I think uh, the Cowboys should easily handle the Giants. They always have a tough game, though, don't they? Yeah, I mean, division is a little tough. I could see them winning by seven, though, too. And it's like, well, shit, that's not the full, you know, need seven and a half, one of those things. But uh, I wouldn't have enough faith in the Giants to uh, hang. Nah. Uh, I think I think I think they they need to like pass it around here because the the Giants have got a lot of youth now at the back. Um, if they don't let Saquon Barkley do anything in this game, I can't see how the Giants score any points. So I think the total here, um, forty five, I think it'll go under that because simply because I just don't see the Giants putting up any points. I think this could be something like twenty one seven, something like that, something low. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the cover the cover comes in. There's no doubt in my mind who wins this. It's just all about the number. Um, the San Francisco 49ers going to Tampa is a pick'em. But you said earlier you had San Francisco winning yeah. the first two, so obviously you have them here. Yeah, I pick uh, the 49ers to win this game. Um, I don't think Tampa's that fucking good at all. So I think uh, I, I think the 49ers win this game, but. Um, yeah, it depends which Garoppolo shows up. I mean, the guy threw five interceptions in a row in practice. So, you know, I could see that, but uh, I just don't think highly of Tampa. I think it's more of a reflection of Tampa than it is of San Francisco for me. For me, I, I can't take a I can't take an average team on the road on week one. Uh, I'm going to go with Tampa here. Um, 
I'm not expecting much from the from the 49ers. I didn't have them at two wins though. Um, I, did, I didn't have them as bad as that. I, do, I don't have them winning here, but I still have them coming up to uh, get four wins over the course of the season. Um, break down where that is in another day. Because we're running long. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan and Sean are just text me to Wayne saying to Wayne to come on. Um, so uh, Patriots and Pittsburgh's another game I really like this week. Uh, the Patriots are only laying five. Patriots at home, week one. I think they easily win here. Like they easily cover the five. Yeah, I, I picked the Patriots too. Um, you know, if you're going to get the Patriots, the first four weeks are the times to get them because the team's not the same after uh, another month. So, um, but they're at home, Super Bowl champs, first game, night game uh, for everyone to see against a rival. I'll pick the Patriots. Yeah, another team with slow starters is the Saints. The, they haven't been good on week one in recent years, and this 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 year they're laying seven at home to the Texans. I think they'll be okay in, in this one. Uh, being home, Texans uh, got a few new guys that have just signed, like offensive linemen, shit like that, running back. Um, I don't think they'll be ready-ready, so I would take the Saints, who have been together longer. Uh, the Oakland Raiders versus the Denver Broncos is a is a pick'em game. Uh, Oakland are laying one one. Uh, I get uh, sorry, getting one point in some places, but it's basically a pick'em. Uh, there's a crazy stat on this where the home team always wins this game, or at least it has done in recent history. Um, you see that changing? Uh, no, I'm picking the Raiders in this game actually. I noticed that. Um, what's the show? Um, fuck. The reality, yeah, show, yeah, the hard one. knocks, hard knocks. That's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the um, the Oakland Raiders are on there this year with uh, Gruden and all that. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, it has been. Um, yeah, I'm, ta- I'm taking them to to win this. That'll be the uh, the last game of the week. So that's it. We've done our uh, our week one previews. Um, next week we'll, we'll be uh, just covering the week two. Obviously, we don't have to cover the. Um, the uh, futures bets again, and also we won't be bringing on guests to talk about the NFL. So next week we'll be strictly keeping it to to week two. It's a very very NFL heavy show, and um, that brings us to our guests because now we're going to bring in our guests. They work with me at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Well, I work for them. They are the owners of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's Ryan Kramer and Sean Green. What's happening, guys? Cheers! Oh, we're ready for football season, baby. Oh hell yeah! Fuck yeah! Oh my god! It's <laughs> I feel like I hibernate up until uh, football <laughs> season. What are your? Uh, let's start off with what what teams uh, do you guys root for? No, oh, I'm a I'm a huge Eagles fan originally from uh, originally from outside of Philly and Kramer, unfortunately from Jersey and proud a Giants, Giants fan. Giants fan. <laughs> mm. oh, you're 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 semi in my nightmare boat a little bit until uh, last year. Um, that Eagles thing really put a knife in me, but more so Parky put a fucking knife in me because I'm a Bears ah. fan. Oh, man. So, Sorry about that. It's worse being friends with fucking Billy, who likes Green Bay, who's <laughs> that, that makes no fucking sense at all. I'm like, if unless you're from Wisconsin or have family from Wisconsin, you're not allowed to root for Green Bay. That's it. it, it was, I had to... Uh, I, I, I had to pick. I didn't. I didn't know I would be getting in this deep when, when I made the pick. I didn't know I'd be You'll be a Giants. And, and, You'll be a Giants. And, and fan. the thing is, now I'm actually like traveling to to states where I where there's the option to watch football. Where I'm in I'm in New York immediately after I meet you guys in Vegas. So um, I, I'm regularly in New York now. So I mean, if I were to reconsider it around 
what was local to me. And when you're in London, nothing's ever going to be local to you. Uh, you, you don't think. And you don't, obviously you don't know there's going to be games here as well. But, um, yeah, I don't really know how to get to Wisconsin or how to go about it. But I should, yeah. <laughs> Believe I should, me, I you don't do fucking now. want to. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say, don't worry about it. You're the good Packers are the New best York. thing there. It's the only yeah, I, fucking I mean, I solely picked this team on. I solely picked this team on Favre. I just, I, I liked Favre. I was like, oh, I like this guy, and that was it. That yes. was how it was. See, uh, he's I got that spoiled, you know, two twenty years of like two of the greatest ever. But meanwhile, if you think about it, two Super Bowls after that long of the two greatest. Oh, I'm suffering because yeah. I'm a Manchester United fan in, in soccer as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm suffering as well. But the thing is, is that at least the soccer. At least not pussies, and they do play for nine months of the year. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, that's the thing. I, I, work, I work for you guys, but I actually end up producing more content on your feed than, than, than you do, which is which is the, which is the funniest thing because like I'm I'm on there for nine ten months of the year, but you guys have to wait seven sit sit out for seven months to do your own show, which is crazy. <laughs> Sean is uh, he's he's coming around to soccer this time next oh, year. God. He'll be excited for EPL. Don't do it. <laughs> nah, it's not. It's probably not going to happen. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I enjoy it when I win money on it. So I did. I won a ton of money on uh, you know our women's uh, oh, yeah. FIFA or whatever you call it, World Cup thing. Yeah, Billy's favorite. <laughs> I know, Billy was not a Megan Rapino fan. Oh, it was hard. It was hard to hard to watch and, and hard to to cover, even for me. I mean, there are other tournaments going on, but that one was getting most of the attention. And uh, I, I'm glad that. What kind of put a bow on it for me is that she didn't win the Women's World Player of the Year because I figured that she won the Best Player of the World Cup and I figured she was going to get that one as well because she does generate publicity for the game. But I think in the end, they even decided that we don't need this because there's a negative backlash to her. Um, Also, a video surfaced of um, some kid walking up to her for an autograph where she's not even looking at him. Did you see that one go viral? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so I think that it's kind of established that she's a bit of an ass. I was just mad at her because she's got a bigger dick than I do. Yeah, (laughs) she does have a pretty big dick. (laughs) Yeah, she's scary. I'm like, that's a sad thing. Over here, you know, in the United States, nobody gives a shit about soccer. I mean, our our World Cup team doesn't even qualify where it's like, oh, I'll watch World Cup just to see, you know, for that kind of thing, I'll watch. It's like the Olympics type of thing. I'll watch then. And they're not even in it. So you go, well, all right, now what heritage am I? Do I have to pick? This is bullshit. So I'm like, yeah, great. The women are good. Who cares? Really, I mean, I'd watch soccer over NASCAR, but that's about as far as it's going probably. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know know where I have it in my rankings, but it's, it's probably below baseball, honestly. So, so in relation to obviously the podcast, I've been on there for um, I think I've been on there for over five years now. I started back in June 2014. How how long was it going before that? Because I, I was I think I was listening to it for a good year or two before I came on board. So how how is how is it how long has it been on? We started the 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 second Giants Super Bowl run. So 2011. 2011. Jinx. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> and, and you haven't and that's it. You haven't won since, have you? So. <laughs> Well, we're working on it. One more for Eli, huh? Oh my God, <laughs> that that is just so embarrassing that they're still starting Eli Manning. He's, he's not starting though, is he? Yeah. Now. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's starting. Oh, I, I read something about that he wasn't going to be starting. So. Oh no, it's probably the smart move to not start him. But they they are defying gravity and everything else and saying he's the guy. One more year. So what and, do you and, think? And, and, what do you think sorry, the uh, end record is going to be? Because. I did like 
I do a show on the side too, and I'm like, we, I went through all the records of everybody, and I have everybody's schedule, and I'm looking at, okay, what's everybody going to do, wins and losses? And I'm looking at the Giants. I got the Giants one right in front of me now. And out of the whole Giants thing, I literally see one win. <laughs> and I love this. <laughs> and it's only because they're going to play a team that will have zero wins, the Dolphins. Mm. So I'm like, I go, okay, well, they could beat the Lions, but Wait, it's in Detroit. The two, you don't have them winning the two Redskins games. No, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, they're, de- they're well, definitely not better than the Redskins. Uh, I had them going 4-12. and 12. Kramer, the diehard, optimistic, super drinking the Kool-Aid Giants fan only got them up to eight and eight. Well, they can eight sneak and into eight. the wild card and they uh, go on a run, baby. <laughs> mm, see, and I'm not like, like a Giants hater or anything. I'm looking at things, you know, like I go, okay, well, the Bucks, but it's like they're playing in Tampa, so that it that would sway me. You go, well, if it's a flip of a coin for me, I got to go home team, and I'm like, ah, shit. I, there's <laughs> there's a lot of those things. It's like, well, the Jets, but Jets aren't as God awful anymore, and that's a rough one. I got the Eagles pretty high, but um, yeah, smart man over here. Hey, I'm a realistic man. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's it. They they, they got to keep that pussy quarterback fit, though. That's the thing. Otherwise, otherwise that's true. That. <laughs> uh, come on, he is Fred. He I heard he was Italian. He's Fred Gile, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I mean, it is true. He's only finished one season, Sean. Yeah, well, the the one the, the second season he didn't finish, they won a Super Bowl. So hey, whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah, no shit. But this time there's no backup. I have them only losing three games though this year. Yeah. Wow. That's I think that's bigger than Tom Green, huh, Sean? He's yeah. The, he could be the new Andy, Andrew Luck. I mean, no wonder. What's the over under on the retirement age? <laughs> <laughs> he, he does look like a guy who wants to go backpacking, enjoy enjoy some some footy over in Australia. No, man, this dude loves he loves the game. What even happened with that? Like, what was the obviously with the coverage is not massive over here. I mean, following it on social media, there was obviously a few bits and pieces. But how big is that over there, and how does that even happen with a few weeks to go before? I mean, you you guys, I saw stuff on on Twitter because um, Sean and Ryan do preview podcasts. I think have you guys complete? Obviously, the season starts in two days, so you've completed all of your divisional reviews now. They're available on the feed. But oh, yeah. um, that one in particular, I saw. Um, little posts that were out beforehand uh, showing little clips that you almost predicted this. Uh, I mean, I, I ser- we certainly uh, entertained the idea that he would miss another season because of the way it happened the first time. I mean, this is an organization that now twice has hidden the fact that their star player was not going to play to sell season well, yeah, tickets. I mean, when uh. we, when we started hearing uh, the you know the craziness around that calf injury. It was raising a lot of red when, flags. When he hadn't practiced for months, and they were like, "No, no, no, he's totally fine. He's totally gonna be back. No worries." Yeah, it's like, all right, danger. There's a real chance he could miss a lot of the season. I thought it was yeah, because oh. they thought he was like Kevin Durant with the whole calf thing. After that, I thought it that was the, like they're being just really cautious. It was good. it was great for him because the bookies didn't react to it at all until they, until people started hitting the line. So I was able to get um, the Texans, oh, nice. at, Texans at two to one for the division. And I also bet that minus three for the first game, the oh. Chargers against the Colts. And that oh, wow. Six, so you got, you got, you got Sorry, Chargers bro. minus three right now. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, I got it. I got it on the, I got it on the announcement. 
and no because we didn't we didn't move it like the most of the boogies didn't move the line and then the divisional odds moved from uh, 13 to 10 now but they were two to one houston at the time because they were pretty much joint favorites with the colts and um our, our bookies didn't move it to the morning until they saw loads of money coming in that's crazy so, they, they didn't, obviously it's not the biggest sport over here it's soccer so they, they didn't they didn't move it reacting to the news they obviously moved it reacting to the money so it was it was a good thing to be awake for because i'm always awake at these stupid hours and that was one time <laughs> where it actually benefited me quite good so is there um is there is there anything that you did on those um on the over-unders and i, I encourage guys to to listen to as well because there's there's eight shows for the divisions unless you did um two whole shows for the East. Um, <laughs> so there's, there's a breakdown of every division, and uh, I believe you obviously picked the winners and then did the over-under, as usual, on, on every single one. But out of all of that, uh, is there anything that you guys were really, really leaning towards in terms of um, seeing something that was way off? I mean, I honestly, and it, it's, it's relevant because we're talking to you. I'm going to be wearing a Jordy Nelson jersey <laughs> live at Legacy Stadium, where we'll be Thursday night, and I will, uh, I will be all over this Packers team because I think I, I'd have to go back and check the math, but they're definitely one of the teams I saw the biggest disparity on. So, if if you ask, gun to my head, the proverbial gun to the head, if I had to pick one total. It would probably be I, I would I would throw out that Green Bay over and I would give you Tennessee under. Yeah, the uh, yeah. the one team that I was really high on, uh, and uh, I think Ryan was as well, was the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. Their win total is only six and a half. I think they're going to be a respectable <laughs> team, so I really like the over there. Bruce Arians is a really good coach. Uh, they got some talent and uh, they have some winnable games, so I, I really like the Bucks over six and a half. And not that it's actionable, but we both gave out at the time Jacksonville five to one to win that division. Uh, that's that's down to under two to one, I believe. I think I saw plus one sixty. So, uh, it, you know, you should check out yeah, the not, rest of the shows we're, because we're we're, we're we pretty. Um, we still get it two to one here, I, I believe. They are the second okay. favorites now. Um, I mean, the Colts have gone all the way from two to one to six to one. So. Yeah, and we bet. Uh, I had Jags at five to yeah, one. Yeah, we had them five to one, which yeah. is it, it. Just that's a nice bet to have in the pocket right now. Not complaining Please. at all. Do you think that quarterback situation is going to work out for him, and the defense is going to go back to what it was? The work. The working theory is that his giant dong gains the respect <laughs> of the defense. Defense plays hard. Uh, Fournette's committed. Like everyone just respects. Big he's he's a proper alpha. Bortles was not an alpha. He has a presence. <laughs> See, I looked, I looked at that, and I looked I even beyond that, and um, thinking thinking about that defense, I wondered why their total for week one was 52. Because I, I immediately picked out to me. It was like, if this Jags defense is back to what it was, a, a 52 total in week one, is, especially when people are rusty as well, coming out of the gate. Uh, and, that that, that uh, didn't seem right. And, an, and a hurricane's passing by. Like <laughs> That's the other part of it. It's going to be rainy and wet, and it just... It just seems almost too obvious to your point. The total just feels way high. Yeah, and and they uh the Jags gave the Chiefs a game last year in Kansas City. Blake Bortles threw a pick six and that kinda ended up being the difference. So if they cannot turn it over and, and put Kansas City in a great spot, I, I think they have a chance they, to hang with they them. They fixed that problem by shipping Bortles out to LA. <laughs> in relation to the show, obviously the um the week one preview comes out um by the time by the time this show goes out, so this goes out tomorrow simultaneously with yours. Um, I do the I do the EPL show where we, where 
we give out a lock dog a lock every week. So you guys do the lock dog teas. I do the lock dog parlay. How much like pressure are you feeling for your for your first lock? Because I came off last year with forty seven and eleven, and started zero and two, and it was amazing in this new millennial era that we're in how forgetful people were. That I went forty seven and eleven last year. Zero and two, I was the shittest person that works on that works on the entire podcast. All of a sudden, fifty percent of my how much thought is like going into because I can relate big time that I'm what must be happening in terms of this first lock that you guys are both going to put out or or do you just guys not give a fuck because it's not really what the show's about well I, I appreciate you getting the show Billy first of all <laughs> second of all back. half of my texts with Billy is like basically telling him to ignore the haters <laughs> and him not understanding why people don't like getting stone cold winners constantly uh, yeah, no, it, it there, there's uh, there's tons of pressure. I lost to a uh, a filthy Brit last year. No yeah, offense. he's gonna be wearing a Jordy I, Nelson jersey, so I, I think all the humiliation he's gonna experience is gonna be Thursday night at Legacy yeah, Stadium. Yeah, I mean it's all about the regression. I'm gonna regress this year. We all know that I'm year after year. To, to, to defend to defend you, like because um, Ooh, I like listen this. to the show. Um, Ryan's been consistently pl- a plus money bet, like in profit, consistently in profit. Um, all the way from when I started listening back in 2012. So this last year was the first year where his locks were in, where locks were a negative number, um, and, and I'm always like backing them as well. When I started losing them, I, I entered a bet with him to to motivate him to improve. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but but, but prior just... to that, he was always been he's always been um, well above above 500 easily, and and, and Sean too. So. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say that to, yeah. to, to defend I mean, you. Sean, we pick every game. And yeah. that was actually when Billy reached out to us originally. That was his pitch. Hey, you guys have made me a lot of money betting on football. Uh, let me help your audience make money betting on soccer. Yeah, and he came in, uh, what was it, that, that first year you did the World Cup and just went on a tear, man. Yeah, I, just, I, only, I only did the World Cup back in 2014. And I think the EPL was introduced uh, a few years later. We were just doing like major tournaments at that time. And um, yeah, I was. I mean, that initially I wasn't appearing for too much. Um, we did some shows that that we don't do anymore. Like we tried WWE and and, <laughs> and stuff, but pe- people didn't seem to want to win money on the on the wrestling. The thing is, the funny Which thing should is the be whole the, thing with the, the one you should do. Shit, <laughs> that's the guarantee. Well, that's the, thing, the whole thing, the whole thing with this with this man show that we're doing. We actually had this as a show on uh, on our on our wrestling feed, but you can't get any sponsors on it. Even when we're doing numbers um, past forty thousand. Um, the, the sponsorship is low because we had wrestling in the title, so we just took this, <laughs> we just took this particular show out and moved it onto a, onto a new feed to see what happens with that. But yeah, wrestling wrestling's not not good. It's not popular, uh, even if you're winning money on it. But uh, in, in terms of your your numbers from that time, um, I don't want to go too much into detail with it, but just uh, just a uh, just an obvious increase um, from from where it's been in 2014. 14, how much? Have you seen that like growth? And obviously, what's the spike this time of year? Oh, it's insane! I mean, we're going we're going out to Vegas and we're doing a live show. Basically, that would be, I guess, the way to highlight the growth from where we were in 2014 when we were recording in uh, like a half car garage. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, and the, I mean, you just look at the uh, our team. We've grown. We got besides all the podcasts and content uh, Billy's doing, we got. Uh, you know, our boy Christian Pina doing Inside Vegas. Colby's got his college podcast going now. We got, I mean, literally, you go to the I'll website. That, that Pina, Pina gets more shit than all of us. 
Yeah, he, he gets bullied on Twitter. I just, I, I didn't. I thought I had it bad, and then I saw. He gets he crushed. You're right. You're right. Uh, you know, he's a he, controversy. He's got, he's got a lot of followers, and then he gets some heat. No. But yeah, I, I you just look at the number of writers we have on our show now, or you know, if you go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, there's just a ton of blog posts and content and. All of it's free, so it's been awesome to be able to grow this thing. And uh, yeah, we've seen a tr- just a steady growth each year. Uh, you know, football is crazy because it's like our football numbers are one thing, and then the rest of the season we're still we're still doing solid. But yeah, I mean, football really ramps things up. It's two seasons, football season and everything else. Season. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's hilarious when you speak about the writing stuff because I actually uh, my son was doing my my son was doing some stuff for school. And I uh, didn't like the way the, the the stuff was written. And he goes, oh, this is – our teacher tells us to be descriptive about this. I said, yeah, you have to be descriptive about things that are relevant or people want to read. But he goes, oh, this is how I've been told to do it. And I went, well, tell him your dad's a writer. And um, <laughs> <laughs> You're so yeah, – I'm writing for a prestigious website, the Sports Gambling right. exactly. Podcast. So, so, so thanks for that because that's given me the the clout to turn around to his to, to him to go. Don't have him tell say, her what else you do. That's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't bring up anything else. He's got Don't bring a up anything jobs. in the past. Yeah, but but dad's a writer now, so he can go back to school and say, uh, "Well, actually, my dad's a writer. He's, he works on this site." So you may be getting some school teacher in Essex, England, like checking out your content just to see what I do at some point. A uh, good paragraph structure and uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty solid. So, so things things have moved up for for you and for you guys and Sean in particular. Like I was looking through, obviously, because you guys were coming on the guests. I didn't realize you had, you had actually done so. I mean, I'm seeing you now popping up on um, doing more and more shows on on the comedy front. But I looked at everything that you've like done up until this point. How how in relation to obviously. The, the, the podcast. I had, I had a question that I was actually going to ask that I've never asked before because we have, we, we we do the show with Cav and obviously we get comments and say, "Oh, you guys are this 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 show's great. Oh, you guys are funny here and whatnot." But what's the difference really between sort of just being funny around your mates or being funny with a podcast or like obviously preparing to to put in jokes or or being quick, um, just, you know, just just being quick in in, in a situation like as the, opposed like to going up there and doing a whole stand-up set, like you know, if, yeah. you know, you know what I mean in terms of how people go, oh, he's funny or he's funny generally, and then obviously converting that into actually performing. Yeah, well, I mean, with a podcast or with your friends, generally, if they're listening to you at the time, they already like you. A stand-up comedy, you have to go up there and kind of prove yourself instantly to the audience. And then there's a whole different like uh, pace and cadence to doing stand up, and uh, you know there, it's it's just a whole different beast as far as really the pace and the cadence is the biggest difference, and just to be able to command people's attention. There's also there's a number of people that are in stand up that they have a good routine, they know how to be a performer, but then they're horrifically unfunny off stage. They're just you know like some weird person, or you know they wrote a bunch of. Uh, funny jokes and have a good uh, stage presence. So sometimes there's a correlation between being funny on stage and off stage, but not necessarily. Usually it's pretty yeah, opposite. That that... What's that? Sorry. Usually it's pretty, pretty opposite. Usually it's like you hear people are, Oh my God, this guy's funny as hell backstage, but then gets in front of the camera and it's, it's like, where's that person? Yeah, yeah. I've always thought that because a lot of people, a lot of people, when we get comments, a lot of people say that about, about, 
Cav doing like doing going out and doing more because he does a he does a show called the Wrestlinger Show, which is very funny. But then obviously then then people always turn around and go, you should do this or you should do that. But I I, I honestly feel there's a big difference between just being funny around your mates or being funny on on the on the radio as such as opposed to going up there and doing it. And, and how much also would you say is down to percentage wise is down to a the material you have in front of you and then be the, the actual performance and being able to do it. Yeah. I mean, uh, the materials may be like, uh, I would say only 25% and then right. the rest is kind of, uh, just, you know, the delivery. Yeah. The delivery, the timing of it, the performance, it, I mean, timing is really as simple as it sounds. It really is the difference between a joke working and a joke, not working. And the, an audience is much like a dog in the same way that they can smell fear. If they, if you go up there and they can tell you're nervous or they sense any lack in confidence, then they're just not going to be into it. Unless, you know, unless that's kind of your character or your persona, but for the most part, you really just have to go up there and completely own it. How does that like bringing? How does that relate to the show? In terms of, do you find that like, um, what what do you think's helped more? Like the growth of the growth of the comedy has helped the growth of the podcast, or the growth of the growth of the podcast has helped the growth in the comedy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I think it's uh, yeah, they kind of work together. I wouldn't say one necessarily serves more the other. I definitely having the podcast has helped uh, when I do travel around and stuff. People from the that have heard the podcast come out and. And, you know, like, hey, come out and check the, check out the show and stuff. Because, like, let's say I'm doing a show in San Jose. If I hadn't played there before or don't have any way of really promoting well there, no one's really going to hear me. But, you know, if I if we mention the dates on the podcast, get a handful of people out there. So, yeah, it's it's really helpful in that sense. Do you get, like, do you get, obviously, you're in a, obviously in a relationship, right? Because I know you guys personally. But do you get, like, more, the more <laughs> sort of, the more sort of your face goes up and around as like as, you, as you're doing more and more stuff, and I can obviously I, I got your bio here and I can reel off a, a list and not, <laughs> or not, but it pretty much speaks for itself. You guys want to look shorn up, but do you find that like um, there's just a massive increase in terms of like those sort of women that latch that latch onto you as you as you as you grow? Because obviously from what I've done in my past, I've seen that I've seen stages of you're on TV and whatnot, and then it just massively increases, or you're in magazines or whatever. And then there's there's clear drop offs, and every and every girl will turn around and tell you, oh, it's nothing to do with this. It's like yeah, really yeah. Like, uh, but it's like, but it's but it's not because the increase. My inbox is pretty full once I'm once I do something. <laughs> well, I, at least my experience with women, women like a guy who's got something going on. You know, whether it's you're the you're the best skateboarder in the group of skateboarders, or or or, or you're the funniest guy at the comedy club, or you're the you're the the guy with the corner office. Uh, whatever situation and you're kind of looking to be the top dog or you're coming off as like, Oh, he's different. He's special. Women really don't know what they want, but if they see like, Oh, this guy's getting a lot of attention. A lot of people are looking at him. He must be important. That triggers something in their brain that go, Oh, I better have sex with him. Everyone else likes this guy. I better fuck this guy. That's, uh, that's generally how it works. So I think fame works that same way where, Oh, this guy's famous. All he must be really a good provider or so it, like it triggers something that uh, turns women on, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's I, I, the year after my big brother, there was a half blind albino that went in <laughs> after me and he was getting laid all the time. So <laughs> I would see him take, I would see him take models home all the time. And, and uh, yeah, they just, but they he just couldn't see it. What's that? But he oh, couldn't see half, them. 
it's funny. He actually, um, he was actually did a cameo on one of my porn series, uh, which I'll send, which I'll send you guys <laughs> did a, he a know? link to or something. <laughs> Sorry. Well, he, he, t- we, there was a, I got given a, um, a, a series to present. It was like a big brother parody. It was, um, it was pretend. It was pretending oh that girls had to fuck to get in the house, and I was the presenter. Pretending, <laughs> yeah, because like, that it, didn't happen and, normally. Uh, and in every episode, uh, a, a an old housemate from the past would make a cameo appearance, Jesus. pretend that he was involved in this scheme in me. So this guy turns up and was just like, uh, "Oh, dude, I need to get, I need to get blown." I said, "I can't get you blown on set." I said, "There's the the executives are here. I'm not." really in charge i'm just i'm just a face that's pretending that this is my show like i'm just here like for the publicity so uh i said i said anything you want to do they have to film he goes oh i don't care he goes i'm gonna be he goes i'm gonna have a rap i'm gonna have a rap deal at some point like my agent's talking about me being a rapper and all this he goes so he goes it's good it won't do me any harm so in the end we end up talking to the the execs of tvx they're there and this guy ends up getting a blowjob on camera for the, not for the usual daily rate of he was only they were only getting 400 pound 400 pound each to appear which I, which is now only 500 dollars and uh, that's it he, he did that and he's he's all over the papers and everything and then i don't think there was any rap deal or anything for him after that before but, he was paying 500 dollars. now he's getting paid 500 yeah i mean well that that's I, i'm sure before he did the show he was paying for sex Jeez. anyway <laughs> there couldn't have been no other way <laughs> yeah he's get, a, well, see but that's the thing he's oh, different shit. he's special he's a he's an albino reality tv star <laughs> chicks are like uh maybe he's got something going on he was american too he was an american half-blind albino i don't even where they found this guy but yeah he was a perfect <laughs> candidate for that show um getting back to getting back to football because we've just gone off it slightly um, slightly slightly did you um did you guys have a um a, an overall like uh bracket in terms i know it's way in in january and and loads of things can change um just based on injuries like for example you know if you have eagles going all the way and, and when it wins inevitably so gets who's injured. the afc championship game <laughs> nfc championship game and who's going to the super bowl and who's going to win for you guys yeah, yeah. But, and also like is there anything in but in between where you have anybody going on some crazy run that we're not supposed to see there Dare we say tune in Wednesday when we reveal all of these things? Oh, I mean, are you doing it on that show? Well, yeah, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do a, a little uh, kind of final recap of our uh, season props we like, and then kind of walk you through our playoffs. Oh, I'll, throw you, you, I'll like. throw you out uh, oh. all the division winners Ooh. that I got. Uh, AFC, AFC North, I have the Steelers winning that at so plus one ninety for the. NFC oh, so that, that's South. interesting because you're not on board with this whole. Uh, the, the Browns are going to be amazing now. Oh no, oh, that, that's a little. Not. Well, it's it's going to be weird because I do I do kind of like Cleveland Week One, and I think that'll just raise the hype even more. But uh, I, I think it, whenever you can, you want to fade the hype. NFC South, huge upset pick. Kramer and I both said throw a little uh, action there on the uh, Bucks. We agreed a lot. I think at really? plus eight fifty to win the NFC South. It's a it's a crazy pick. Uh, so you're going against my overall winner there. Because I I think I feel like the Saints will do it this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always feel like it's you got to throw one. Play. You got to throw one wild card in there for AFC South. I have the uh, I have the Jags pulling it out. Kramer has the uh, who do you have, Kramer? Well, you had Jag, the Colts. Yeah. We, I mean, in terms of a bet, I'll, I'll take the Jags. Yeah, the Jags. AFC West. I had the. I mean, that one I kept a chalky. I went. Uh, 
I went. Uh, yeah, KC wins that. Yeah, KC wins. But I, I did, I did make a case for the Broncos being better than uh, people thought, and uh, their defense is going to be good. They're not going to suck. NFC you West. Like the, you don't like the Chargers this year. Uh, I do, but then you know they're missing their left tackle. They're snake bitten, dude. Derwin James Already got his hurt. foot injured. Melvin Gordon's holding out. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. they'll they'll, st- they'll probably still be solid, but how do you, the Chiefs are just too good right now. NFC West, uh, I, I really like the Seahawks, and this was before the Clowney trade. I had them going eleven and five and winning the division at plus three hundred. Kramer, I, I think you're. Yeah, we both had them to win the division. AFC East, just Jesus Christ, it's going to be the Pats. Yeah, I don't think you can make a case for anything else. No, no, not when not when a team's minus five hundred. No. What did we have for the NFC North? Did you also have the Packers? The NFC North, yeah. We we all talked ourselves into the Packers. Our, all right, uh, nice talking you know, to you guys. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, everyone's I, in love I, I, with I, that I bullshit. Even, Every you know. Did you see I Sports Illustrated? Did you see what they put? I wanted. To, I said all credibility was out the window when I read Sports <laughs> Illustrated today with their picks. <laughs> What I, did they say, well, here's the first. I go, okay, let's see who they did. Packers or Bears first and second. That's because that's what everyone's saying. I flipped that open to a page, and I see Packers number two, and I go, oh, good. I flipped the page, and they have the Vikings number one, and I go, are you kidding me? I turn the page again, and they have Detroit third. I go, I'm done. I'm done. They have <laughs> the Bears last place. Go fuck yourselves. Well, I'm, I'm, re- I'm reading... Uh... I don't know how credit I, I get this book every year. Lindy Sports, Americans yeah. Leading Authority Football Preview. Uh, I get this every year. Uh, they got us fourth, so they Jesus. got Detroit above us. Yeah. See, that's yeah, I mean, retarded too. They're, they're saying we're complete. Honestly, my strongest opinion in the division, though, is under Vikings. This, this, I mean, Kirk Cousins is dog shit. Yeah. So that, I. Well, how many games does he have on TV? A lot. <laughs> yeah. He's got enough. They got some primetime <laughs> games. It's at least three. That's three right, losses okay. right there. Yeah. It, 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 and it, then it, NFC East, uh, no surprise here. Do you no surprise Eagles? here, I NFC every, East. I think, everybody, I, the I think everybody's gone Eagles, I think, anyway. That's quite a, Well, what did Ryan do? Wait, Kirk Cousins, four primetime games for those keeping <laughs> right. track at home. So that's four losses uh, right He's there. done. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Five primetime games. Oh my God. Um, five losses right there. I also have the Eagles winning the division for nothing. Uh, there's no possible way the Eagles don't win this division. I just don't well, see it. Wentz Jason gets Garrett, hurt. It, there's no way Wentz will get hurt this year. Really? Absolutely. No way. No way. Oh God. Well, if, if he does, Josh McCown can come in and steer yeah. the ship. I'm just, I'm stirring up the, all, as much jinx oh, juice as I, I can. There you go. Good, good. Cause I was going to say people are breathing next to him. So that might be a, <laughs> Might He's very fragile. Uh, North Dakota strong apparently means very fragile. No. I was going to say, I thought Wentz was an Italian name. I'm telling you. What are you going to tell us Foles, Foles is playing in January again and, and Wentz isn't? Oh, oh. God. oh, wow. We should all root for that just for the fun. Sean, this is a great poll question. Who is playing games later in the season, Nick Foles or Carson Wentz? Well, if you look at the win total, certainly you would have to give the edge to the Eagles. But uh, I mean, I, I also like the Jets. Injury, though. You the have injury. to put it that as a note. Injury as well. Remember that. Yeah. yeah. That helps. Well, usually that's how it works in the NFL. If things, <laughs> if things happen last year, it means they're definitely going to happen this yep. year. There's things oh, never go, change Sean. in the National Football League. It's funny they don't. Anyway. 
All right. So what, what's what's the guys? Um, what, what's our guys' plans for, uh, for for this week? Because obviously you're you're heading out there. I'll, I'll just take my itinerary now on my own show. Um, <laughs> it's 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 funny texting Ryan. He's like, yeah, we're gonna be here and uh, we, we're we're gonna be there or thereabouts, but there's actually no uh, exact plan or, or anything. The only thing that I so, know, the only let the only let down up that I have is that the one fucking week that I'm there, Carrot Top's taking a break. So oh. I, was, I was looking, I was looking forward to that. So now I have even more free time. You got Penn and Teller. You can go see that. Here's the thing. No, no, with it's a carrot tops the show. I, honestly, I, I, I don't know if you guys have gone. This is the funniest it. thing you've ever said. Like, this is the funniest. Uh, here's the thing with Vegas, Billy. You don't need, you, you don't want to have plans. You're just yeah. going to kind of wander throughout, meander throughout. We will be at Legacy Stadium. We're doing a live show over there. Going to be hanging out afterwards. So if you, if you if you're a listener, you want to come that, by. That Thursday. That's that Thursday. Thursday that's for the Packers game. I will be donning the Jordy Nelson jersey. But it's a Raiders. And then jersey. the only. Oh no! It's a Packers jersey. <laughs> it's a beautiful, beautiful. Back when him and Aaron Rodgers were lovers. Um, <laughs> back when. Well, I get you right. They, they, you're right. They still are on the download. Well, I'll, uh, land- I'll be landing and coming straight to that then. Like, perfect. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm flying the day after a fucking colonoscopy endo- endoscopy today, which I had, <laughs> oh, which I had today, which, uh, which they sent me the letter for a week before I schedule in to, to do the show. So I'm feeling really good now waking <laughs> up to, to that. I have to sit. I have to sit on a donut. Sit on a seat. <laughs> sit on a seat to Vegas for 13 hours um, with an ass <laughs> with my with my ass that just. I, I took 75 shits yesterday on the laxatives before the colonoscopy <laughs> could happen. So I can't even sit down, but I have to have a 13-hour flight uh, before I come on, before I come and arrive and meet you guys, which would be fun. So we better fucking win the game at least. <laughs> and, then su- and then Sunday, Sunday we'll be watching games over at the uh, Westgate, the Superbook. Yeah, Westgate Superbook, Football Central. We got two booths reserved, so... Billy, oh, come ahead. I've, no. I've got a hotel room there now. That's where I ended up staying. Oh, I did, oh, I did awesome. get that information from Kramer. So, oh. <laughs> are you saying I'm difficult to communicate with? How dare you? You sound like his uh, lady friend. <laughs> oh, here we go. All right, we gotta go. No, I'm, just, I'm just weird when I travel out to when I travel out to uh, the, the, the states. It's, I, I, I um, when I meet people out there, it's always like, well, so what are we doing on? What's my plan for Thursday? What's what 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 time do I need to be here on Friday? Like, what what are we doing on Saturday? It's kind of like laid out like that, but obviously Uh-oh. it's Vegas, so don't it doesn't yeah. need to be. Uh, it Here's my be plan: I'm going to be eating eating edibles and wandering around Vegas for four days. So that's the thing. Come if you, check me out. Uh, we've done Vegas so many times. We come in. If you come in with an itinerary. It it's just completely worthless. You're just because gonna be stressed. You get distracted or or something happens. You got to just be completely wide open. And have like one or two loose plans. Just know that you're gonna watch football. Like that's yeah. that's the plan. Yeah. Well, that's that's gonna... the other thing. I was wondering if we're gonna watch the um, if we're gonna get our eyes on the Khabib fight as well, and if they, if that's a big deal because the fight's not in Vegas. They're actually having it in the, in Saudi Arabia, but it's a massive fight on Saturday. Yeah, I don't I, even I'm, know I'm, what the time difference is between Vegas and Saudi Arabia. I now need to work out a new. Oh shit! Might be in the middle of the day. <laughs> I'm going to help you guys. Get out to watch that one. I'm going to help you guys yeah, get get off this show because I know you're running late yeah. on your time. So hit your plug, and we'll let you go. Make sure you check us out, Sports Gambling Podcast on iTunes, and make sure you also subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network to get uh, Billy's EPL show, the Fight Show. And uh, yeah, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Tons of uh, articles, podcasts. As always, it's all free. Yeah, and I can vouch for you guys. Generally, 
like most weeks you will you will win money because otherwise i mean at, before before i was on there i listened to it for for two years and came on and it was solely for financial gain and uh, there was and financial gain was but these guys won't come on and tell you i won't tout themselves and say that you're guaranteed to to make any money but you pretty much are i think kramer's year last year was an outlier and he failed like <laughs> And he failed so badly that I just don't even think it's possible to do that badly again. So I think it's just pretty much mean. almost guaranteed that he's going to make money this year, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. My failure was impressive, Sean. Indeed. Thanks for I having always, I always say that to people. I always say, like, just back. <laughs> it's best to come in and back me off uh, off a loss because that that's 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 always the time. To, when when the people are putting out these trends, are like, oh, I've won my last eight. It's like, well, I'm not getting on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've already missed the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome. All right, yeah, I will. I will let you guys go, and I will see you in um, in a couple of days. Cheers, awesome. Billy. Looking forward to it, Billy. Good talking to you guys. Thanks, guys. All right, yeah. later. Bye, bye. Yeah. Well, that was a uh, good conversation, Billy, with your boys. Yeah, I thought that would be good for the first for the first show. I, I mean, they couldn't give their picks it. though. They couldn't give the finals no, because, because they, they got their own. Go yeah. to listen, they want to want you to go over and listen to the show, which is which is the right thing to do. But. Um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a good way to, to start out because um, episode one, we've gone NFL heavy here, uh, done our done our preview here. Um, well, there'll be plenty of time to bring on the, the porn stars and, and review movies and all that kind sure. of stuff. It's not always going to be an NFL heavy show, but for fuck's sake, it's week one of the, of the NFL season. Well, yeah, it's going to be it. NFL each of the weeks that we're doing NFL. Of course, we'll do our pick'ems and stuff like that and um, just anything else that's going on in sports that we're both watching. Um and suffering through like my fucking Mets game tonight, but that's a different fucking story. These assholes. Um, but yeah, we'll be talking uh, talking about women, talking about sports, talking about video games, whatever the hell you know. It's it's guy shit. So that's that's pretty much uh, what you're gonna get on this show. A bunch of uh, nonsense and also shit that's like going on with us daily. If something happens to Billy where he's with a woman, he's gonna tell a story or just yeah. you know normal shit. Uh, next week. I'll be telling you um, stories about me going to the fucking uh, Sasquatch fucking farm. So uh, be tuned in next week to hear all of that action as you uh, heard earlier in the show me talking about. Um, that's it, Billy. I guess we're done. That's our first ever man show. Yeah, just to, just to finish out, um, just I don't I think they uh, plugged everything that they need to plug there. They're over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, my content's over there as well on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. The Twitter for that is at the SGP Network. Their Twitter is at Gambling Podcast. Um, if you want to follow Sean, um, he's at Sean Green, I think, on, on Twitter. I'm going to have a look at that now. Uh, just, just to look at what he's done thus far. Um, projects he's done is um, LiveVideo.com, National Lampoon Radio, LATalkRadio.com. Comedy Nation, Spike TV, a set list at Comedy Central stages. He's been at the Montreal Comedy Festival, um, recently acted in Def Jam recording. Um, so, I mean, he's done tons of stuff. He's, he gives his NFL picks for a column on MTV's Guy Code and obviously co-hosts the um, Sports Gambling Podcast along with Ryan. Um, I think Ryan is is the main guy in charge of that, uh, although they do it together. Uh, I, I run everything by Ryan each week. So... Um, yeah, definitely lots going on from those guys. His Twitter is at Sean T. Green, so if you want to follow him there. Um, so I think I've plugged everything for for the guys that they didn't fully come out and do. 
But um, yeah, uh, there'll be NFL on here every week. But as I said, our, our usual bullshit. Um, we'll we'll, um, we'll we'll introduce its way back on the show. Obviously, as I said at the top of the show, if you guys are familiar with us from Wrestling Therapy, it will be that kind of show, minus the uh, minus the wrestling, because there's plenty of that still available on the day sheets. So we'll close out. That's it from me. That's it from Cav. Thanks to Sean and Ryan of the Sports Gambling Podcast for coming in. We'll see you next week for episode two of The Man Show. Go Bears!